Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Maddie and Ethan with another episode of the Vine to Mind podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, we are covering wine laws and regulations. Now, obviously, this is a pretty vague category, so expect to see more versions of this style of trivia series in episodes to come. Hope you enjoy. All right, folks, I know what you're thinking. Wine laws and regulations. This has got to be the most boring podcast you're about to listen to. But don't be fooled, guys. Ethan and I have some fun, challenging questions for y'all. And I think y'all have a good time with it. This will be a nice tool to use for your next test. So oh, absolutely. Shall we get into it? Yeah, you want to do a quick re- uh, refresher on the rules? Of course. Remember, folks, that we are doing four rounds. Each round consists of five questions. Each correct answer will be one point. You can do as you wish with the points. I always suggest going and buy a nice bottle of something <laughs> that you've been wanting to enjoy. The fifth question of each round is going to be what we call the reserve question. I think today there is a question regarding reserve, so we'll get into that later. But the reserve question will be worth double the points. Let's get into it. All right, guys. Round one, question one. I am making a red wine in Rioja, and I want to put Crianza on my wine label. Therefore, I must age my wine for a minimum of how many months? Question two. Pinot Gris or Muscat? Which one is authorized for use in the production of champagne? Question three. The subzone, Coli Senesi, requires what minimum percentage of Sangiovese in their wines? Question four. Steinfetter or Schmagard? Which style would be a more full-bodied wine? And question five, the reserve question. If my wine label says Washington State as the appellation, what percentage of my wine must come from Washington State? All right, I'll give you guys a few seconds there and we'll go over the answers. Question one, I am making a red wine in Rioja and I wanna put Crianza on the label. Therefore, I must age my wine for a minimum of two years including six months in oak. Now that is just for Crianza, but you can go up to Reserva and Grand Reserva, which can age for quite some time. Question two, Pinot Gris or Muscat, which one of these is authorized for the use of champagne? Well, everybody knows the major varieties that go into champagne production. I am speaking of Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Meunier. But there are four other minor varieties that we really don't see a lot of in the production of champagne. However, they are authorized. That is Arbane, Petit Meslier, Pinot Blanc, and Pinot Gris. Question three. We are going to Tuscany for this one. The subzone Coli Senesi requires what minimum percentage of Sangiovese in their wines? That is a minimum of 75%. Coli Senesi is one of the seven subzones of Chianti. The other subzones require 70% Sangiovese, whereas in this one, we have 75. It's a hard question. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. Question four. Steinfelder or Schmurag? Which style would be a more full-bodied style of wine? 
Well, first, I want to apologize for my pronunciation because I don't speak German, but the correct answer is Schmerog, which, if you are familiar with the great wines of Austria, we're talking about the Wachau DAC, where some producers are using some stylistic terms that depend on the must weight and, of course, the minimum alcohol level. It goes from Steinfelder as the lowest, Fiederspiel, and, of course, the one that will have the fullest bodied and most likely the highest alcohol will be the Schmerogs. Some fun wines coming from Austria. I love those wines. And now it's finally a DAC. Yes, it is. All right. And for the reserve question here, if my wine label says Washington State as the appellation, what percentage of my wine must come from Washington State? The answer is 95%. I know these labeling laws can be quite confusing here in the United States, but it is 95% from Washington here in California. Well, it's 100%. Same with Oregon, but for most states, the rule is 75%. Labeling laws could be a little overlooked in the U.S., so make sure you study up on those before your next test. Let's do round two. How's it sound, Maddie? Let's do it. All right, round two. Question one. Reserve or estate bottled? Which term is not regulated in the United States? Question two. True or false, blending is mandated in Bordeaux. Question three. Satin Franzia Corta is required to be aged on the lees for how long? Question four. Central Coast or Central Valley? Which one is considered a super AVA? And question five. Your reserve question for round two. What is the name of the production method that requires Madeira to be stored in the rafters of an uncooled warehouse for a minimum of two years? All right, just give you a few extra seconds to review your answers, and we'll go over them in just a moment. Let's start with question one. Reserve or estate bottled? Which term is not regulated in the United States? Well, there are a lot of marketing terms that can be used on labels, but the one that is not regulated out of these two is reserve, believe it or not. In the old world, reserve or reserva could be regulated to some high extents, but it is not regulated in the United States. A state bottled, however, is one of the most tightly regulated labeling terms that you can put on your label. Yes, so question two. True or false, blending is mandated in Bordeaux. That is false. Say what? I know. You know, I've never had a single varietal wine made from Bordeaux because most of the time they are blends, but it's not mandated. Question three. Satin Francia Corta is required to be aged on the lees for how long? Well, Satin Francia Corta is also known as Blanc de Blanc Francia Corta, and it's required to be aged on the lees for a minimum of 24 months. Question four. Central Coast or Central Valley? Which one is considered a super AVA? The Central Coast is a super AVA. There are five super AVAs in the state of California. The Central Valley is not one of them. However, they do have quite a bit of vineyard acreage in the Central Valley. About 20% of California's production comes out of there. Yeah. So for your reserve question, question five of round two. What is the name of the production method that requires Madeira to be stored in the rafters of an uncooled warehouse for a minimum of two years? Well, there are two main methods to make Madeira, but the one we're talking about is going to be the Cantero method. That does it for round two. We are halfway there. 
So let's move on into round three. Question one. Syrah produced in Cote Roti allows Viognier to be blended, but in a maximum of what percentage? Question two. What is the VDP term used for the highest level vineyard from an estate? Question three. Standard Barolos are required to be aged for a minimum of how many months? Question four. At what maximum percentage may red wine be blended into the base wine for rosé champagne? And question five, the reserve question. Which Grand Cru located in the Cote de Bone produces both red and white wines? All right, give you guys a moment here to wrap it up, then we'll go over the answers. Round three, question one. Syrah produced in Cote Roti allows for Viognier to be blended in at a maximum of 20%. If I could afford those, I would drink them every night. Would you? Oh, they're so amazing. They are pretty tasty. I do love a good Northern Rome straw. Oh, I agree. Question two. What is the VDP term used for the highest level vineyard from an estate? Well, we're referring to the VDP of Germany. And of course, they established a system that is similar to Burgundy's classifications of vineyards, the highest being Grosslag. Second, of course, would be Erslag, and then we go Ortswein and Gutswein. But the Grosslag really translates to Great Sight or Grand Cru. And they're really good. Yes, they are. And they age tremendously. Maddie and I are, uh, I would say, I was staying, stating it lightly, we are quite aficionados of Germany. We are big, big fans of drinking their so wine. So between Sauvignon Blanc and German Riesling. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three. Standard Barolos are required to be aged for a minimum of 38 months. 38 months for your standard Barolo. If you choose to make Reserva, You'll age it for 62 months. It's a long time. It is. Question four. You are allowed to blend up to 20% of red wine into the base wine to create rosé champagne. There's not a lot of regions in the world, especially in the old world, that will allow you to blend wines together to create a rosé. However, champagne is one of the regions that will allow you to do that, but up to 20%. And for the final question, the reserve question. Which Grand Cru, located in the Cote de Bone, produces both red and white wine, and that is Corton. The Cote de Bone is typically focused on white wines for the Grand Cru's. However, Corton produces both red and white. Shall we do the final round? Let's get into it. Alrighty. Final round, everybody. Question one. The wines of Sauvignons are based on which grape? Question two. If I were to make a white blend in Alsace and label it as Gentile, what percentage of my wine must be made up of the noble grape varieties? Question three. A Solera aging system used for sherry must be what type of oak? Question four. Sweet wine appellations with the acronym OPE are most likely from what country? And for your last reserve question, question five of the final round, Kekfrankos or Ferment? 
which one is authorized for the use in the production of Tokai. Alright, just take a few more seconds to look at all your answers. Let's go over the final round, Maddie. Let's do it. Starting with question one. The wines of Sauvignons are based on which grape? Well, we're talking about Chenin Blanc. Typically, they're made in the dry style. We're up in the Anjou Samore region within the Loire Valley. Now, don't be confused with in terrain where there is Vouvray, where they can be found dry, but also semi-sweet, or they can be made in dessert or sparkling styles as well. However, Sauvignon is typically found dry, based out of Chenin Blanc. With searing acidity. Searing. My <laughs> All right, for question two. If I were to make a white blend in Alsace and label it as Gentile, what percent of my wine must be made up from the noble varieties? That must be 50%. Question three. The fractional blending system, also called the Solero aging system, that is more commonly used in sherry, must be made out of American oak barrels. Used American oak barrels. Mm-hmm. Not surprised for Spanish. For Spanish wine. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. It does. Now, question four. Sweet wine appellations with the acronym OPE are most likely from what country? That is Greece. OPE. Yeah, you know Greece. <laughs> and question five. Your final reserve question. Kekfrancos or ferment? Which one is authorized in the use of Tokai? Well, that answer is going to be ferment. There are a few other varieties that are authorizing the production more commonly you're going to find them being based off of ferment but there's also some harvest slew as well and talk about some age-worthy wines there too absolutely we've had what an 1874 tokai Asensia. it's truly amazing it's like drinking maple syrup with a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> and the, it's the best maple syrup though it is well folks thank you again for joining us for yet another episode of the trivia series from the vine to mind podcast we hope you tune in and uh, look forward to seeing you on our next episode cheers <laughs>